quickly say something controversial. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the Pint of Politics podcast. This is episode number 42 and I'm joined by Sam. How are you doing, mate? I'm not bad, mate. How are you? I'm all good. I'm all good. Um, you're joining us, you know, right from the hub of, of politics, hub of UK politics. It must be, uh, must add a bit of excitement to your life. Yeah. 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 The commute's killing me, but that's all right. Ah, uh, you're proper working man now. And we're also joined by, we forgot he existed, but it's Joel. How are you doing, mate? I'm cracking it. From all the way over in Germany. Is that a mug for your oh, team? It's, it's, it's a, I mean, it's a fucking massive. I looks about the size of your head. Put it up next to your head. It is, actually. Jeez. Can you read that as a camera angle? Flip? No, it, it says, says big, big boss. boss. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. Fucking love it, man. So that's what Joel's drinking, tea. To be honest, I'm also not, I ain't got a bev because I rushed over. So uh, I think we're all pretty sober at the moment, aren't we? I mean... Yeah, I've got water. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll we'll, we'll make something the beer of the week. Politics. Yeah, the... the oh, fuck, whatever, whatever. Listen, you can't be drinking all the time. It's not a healthy, healthy lifestyle. Maybe I'll like... Um, Maybe I like to say like this. This episode is in uh, in honor of Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, I do have a bottle of, I have a little bottle of blended scotch because Nigel is the president of the APBG on alcohol beer or something like that. So I've got I could have this, but I don't really want to be drinking scotch at this time. Yeah, I mean definitely don't. Uh, bit heavy in it, but I mean, well, I mean, do what you want, mate. Do what you want, but uh, yeah. It was inspired in twenty thirteen, so it's going to be. Interesting. Yeah. I, w- I wouldn't recommend it, maybe. Um, yeah, we're going to kick right off. We're going to get into the nitty gritty of a uh, political compass test for both of you. Basically, we did one last week, me and Liam, live on the podcast. And um, yeah, it was it was quite interesting. We, we weren't that, that different from each other, though. So I think you two might throw it out a little bit. So basically, get the political compass test up. On Which your, one on, doing? Just go, just type in political compass test to Google, and it'll be the first one that comes up. Okay, get German results, mate. Yeah, <laughs> but true. Oh, okay. man. Right, everything comes up in German over here, like on the fucking, and I have to translate the page every time. I need to find a way of how to stop that from happening. It's doing yeah, that's kind of annoying. Um, yeah, so get it up. Um, basically, just walk through the questions sort of you know it's it's strongly disagree disagree so many pages oh, right okay it's six wait. pages mate it's hardly fucking a lot do i wait no that means mainstream like it's not that bad it's not that bad um i'm gonna get it up on my phone yeah. as well and then i'm just gonna sort of ask you about selective questions that you're doing just because i can't this be... one? yeah 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 yes that one joel yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you about the, like the certain quite I don't really care about some of them because some of them are a bit boring but um, like I'll get up uh, the juicy ones. We'll, we'll, I'll get them up and we'll talk about them. I'll race as many superior qualities. <laughs> That's, you're not allowed to laugh about that, Sam. <laughs> actually, um, especially the building that you're standing. What did you so say, What did you say for the? Uh, I'd always support my country, whether it is right or wrong. I said, uh, I said, I said, I said approval. 
Well, it depends how wrong it is. That's what I hear I about these like tests. Because like... it depends how fucking wrong it is, doesn't it? Obviously, yeah. they've committed mass genocide of the thousands. Well, then there you go. It's, it's that's but what I'm saying. But it's... Blair, I still like Blair after two thousand. After the two thousands, it's I saying it's saying always support your country. So therefore, if you wouldn't always support your country, I find that I'll put rejection. Yeah. Then it's a disagree, isn't it? Surely. Um... What did you put for? Uh, have you got to military action that defies international law is sometimes justified? Sorry, I had to have a giggle at that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. What have you put? I put agree. You put agree? Of course, corporation. Wait, which one's this? The military one I'm doing. Yeah, that international one law doesn't really exist anyway. Mm, interesting. Of course, corporation. Uh, These are the people that we've got sitting in, sitting in Westminster. Making the decisions. I'm not making any decisions. I'm replying. That, that's true, to be fair. Um, well, you're on page two yet? Yeah, I've just started. People are ultimately more divided by class than nationality. What did you think to that? I'm still thinking. I'd say clear approval. Because do you know what does my tits in? It's all the, when everyone, like the identity politics and everyone brings up like gender and race and shit like that. And I'm like, no, because the one that cuts through them all is class. Class is a bigger thing than all of them combined. Yeah. Right. Fair point. Fair point. Sometimes a basic as drinking water is now a bottle brownie consumer. Uh, yeah, again, man, it's so generic. What do you mean? It depends on the circumstances. What have you put for controlling inflation is more important than controlling unemployment? Wait, yeah, that's what I'm... It, it depends how bad the inflation is, how bad the unemployment is. Yeah, but it, ultimately, if you, if you had to, had to prioritise one over the other... Say they're both equally as bad. Then... Well, I mean, inflation's a Wait, the thing is, unemployment fucks up the individual, inflation fucks up the country, and then the country as a whole is then fucked, so then you can't recover, it's hard to recover from that. If you get a lower inflation, that could probably benefit people in the future. But unemployment could get you out of inflation. Uh, uh, employment can get you out of it. It's just so difficult. I'm going to put a proof. Fuck it. Yeah, but... Yeah. A general free market for restrictions on the ability to so trust that company's on here. What else is there that's on it that's interesting? What, do, um, wait, what does that mean? What one? Um, uh, you know what? I'm like, I'm probably fucking dyslexic with me reading on uh, the one about environment because you cannot trust companies involuntarily protected. Yeah. Okay. Clear approval. Right, yeah. It's, ba- yeah, it's basically saying that you need to. Um, yeah. What about um? Sorry, sorry about cough, everyone... by the way as well. But I'm ill as fuck. Oh, but yeah. So um, yeah, everyone according to their abilities and their needs. What are you saying there, Sam? Yo, is Joel said what are you saying for from each according to their ability to each according what to their needs? That? I don't even understand what that asking is. It's a it's a Karl Marx yeah. quote. But, but it's, what, what what does it mean? Well, it's it's up for it's up for sort of it's up for what's the word up for speculation interpretation interpretate it's open to interpretation. Me and Liam interpreted it differently last week, so I I saw it as from people according to their ability. So if you've got the ability to do something, you should provide for people who have the needs. So. That's why I took it as he took it as something different. I can't remember how he took it, but <clears> he took it another one. Huh? How did you take it? I took it as it meaning so those who have like have abilities should use those abilities to 
provide directly for those people who are in need. That's how I took it. Could be wrong, but that's my interpretation. Um, oh, that land once. Oh, ever since first year, that idea about land and property is like it's had me tickled, and I don't know what I'm going to put for that because that. Well, you don't know what you're going to put for that land being a commodity to be bought and sold. Yeah. So you don't you 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 what you don't you don't think it should be or you think it might it should be. I just think that it's it's mad the fact that like someone at, at some point someone just kind of went this year this is mine and then the other person went yeah yeah that makes sense that is yeah. yours yeah no you mean but then again animals have territories don't they animals mark their territories but then that's not like a fucking contract law it's like if you go in there you get fucked up yeah I think fair. the only reason that we have property now in the capitalist system is because you're not allowed to just fuck people up anymore you reckon that's a good point that mate you can't argue with that. It is quite a good point, to be fair. It is quite a good point. People can and that's personal fortune simply by manipulating. No, that's not unfortunate. Sab, are you pa- your page free, Sab? Yeah. What have you thought of the... Uh, I've not even got that. What have you thought of the uh, all authority should be questioned one? Agreed. Interesting. You little anarchist. It's only social responsibility. It's to make profit. No, I think it was after this last year. I'm just like... Yeah, 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 yeah. What about um, taxpayers should not be expected to prop up any theatres or museums that cannot survive on a commercial basis? I disagree. The arts are important. Joel's Joel's thinking out loud here, and it's sorry. I'll meet me. You know I can't read, man. How it? No, no, no. It's funny though. I can just tell what question you're on because you're reading them all out loud. Uh, yes it's a, di- it's a difficult one it's difficult there's a lot of difficult questions here to be no, fair because it's, it's just stupid that's why I hate these conferences because they don't do it. it's nothing it's just the bullshit the I can't wait for Joel to come out like far left or something it'll be hilarious <laughs> it'll be absolutely hilarious I will laugh so hard uh, right I swear to god if the genuine free market needs restrictions to prevent like monopolies and that somehow makes me left wing I'll be livid because that's Adam Smith and he is a he's a staunch capitalist yeah no nah, that's not necessarily massively left wing it depends to what, what extent I think you disagree or agree with it as well so like yeah but it also depends on what, what how they program these very like vague and generic questions which you have like the way that I'm answering them is not the way that they're interpreting the answer and then they've twisted it into their own like it's just a shit. The compass is not good, basically. That's what I'm saying. Oh dear, all I'm right. just preparing myself to be upset. You're preparing yourself to come out on like the left of the of the spectrum, yeah. and you're going. If be I lost. do mind, if I do mind, I am going to start blasting the fucking USSR national anthem. <laughs> I, do you know the <laughs> USSR national anthem off the top of your head? Fuck me. I and no, don't speak Russian. Does it even have words? I have so literally got the theme. The theme. Oh, wait, no, I know. Oh, we're there. I know exactly what it is. Um, please yeah, please yeah, don't I'm get distracted from the there. from the political compass test. I don't buy the USSR. No, come right. on, man. It's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it. Is oh, it, though? Fuck's sake. It's, it wasn't worth it. I've got ads. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to play the Imperial March. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, is that what it is? No, wait, that's Star Wars, isn't it? Yeah. You know. Da, 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 da. I love marks. It's how it goes. So the words. If so, yeah. Uh, clear rejection. I 
This is exciting. That's when I ask you for a tooth. Yeah, man. Oh, you finally on the social one now? Taxpayers shouldn't have finally. Uh, Sam's on the last question. Fucking hell. Do you know I can't, I can't read fast, man? Uh, uh, Sam, if you're on the last question then, what did you think about um, the good parents sometimes have to spank their children one? I suggest when you play, I used to get hit. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't want to admit that your parents aren't good parents, so you're just going to... Yeah, but it's bad for us. No, my mum once chased me around the house because she didn't get a good enough connection. She didn't get a good enough connection? Right, so she chased me around the house. That's nice. Yeah. It's natural for I'll send you a picture of what I got to the group chat. Do you have a bit of a broken childhood, Sam? Uh, no. Did you put for the, what did you put for the Mary Jane one, Sam? Yeah, possessing marijuana for personal use should not be a criminal offence. What did you say? Marijuana. Yeah. Victimless crime. Yeah, you're, you're saying that in in in. Oh, this Sam, that's 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 very uh very in the middle there. I think. Uh, what do you get sent a race? Uh, pre- I'll tell you at the end. What about what about the um? I found a eugenics one. I literally, oh my god, I've been banging on about eugenics since like fucking summer. What was the, what's the eugenics one? People with serious hereditary diseases should not be allowed to reproduce. You know, in, um, in, you know, in Sweden, this was the case until uh, they had like national eugenics and they would um, come in. If you. My headphones have died. Oh, no. This has turned into a good episode. Can you still hear us? Yeah. yeah. What um, were you saying about eugenics? So the I think it was until like the like eighties or late seventies it was completely legal for eugenics. Was it? Yeah, they would come in, and if you somehow got at home birth, they would, and they found out about it by the, you enrolling like your child at school. They would get the child from school and sterilize it. I'm pretty sure. Jesus Christ, that's a bit heavy, isn't it? Yeah. People are serious already. Yeah. Most important thing for a child to learn. Sam, what did I'm, you say? Yeah, I need to stop reading out loud. Yeah, you do. I'm going to mute you. Um, Sam, what did you say about the... Um, what was it? The uh, oh, I just had it then. In criminal justice, punishment should be more important than rehabilitation. I said sometimes in criminal justice. Mm. Well, I said, I said I agree. And then the next question was like... Um, it's a waste of time to rehabilitate some criminals. I said disagree. And then it was like, it's a waste of time to re- rehabilitate some people and I was like I agree with that though yeah yeah, yeah fair enough should be the, the sole priority but sometimes it is a waste of time yeah it is it is I know what you mean what about um, <laughs> what about mothers may be kept may have careers but their first duty is to be homemakers disagree <laughs> was that strongly agree I strongly disagree no the sorry the connection went a bit funny mate strongly strongly agree yeah okay okay cool okay cool Okay, cool. Um, what else is there that I want to quiz you about? Well, Joel is... Just get, just get odd. Because he, uh, he doesn't have a tweet of the week, does he? That's actually true, to be fair. So I'll, I'll, tell, the, uh, I'll tell the audience where Sam, where Sam came out on the, the political compass test. So last week, I'll, I'll remind them what me and Liam were as well. So right, last week, Liam was uh, economically left by minus 7.8 uh, and social libertarian by minus 5.7 I was economically left by minus 3 by 3.8 uh, 
and social libertarian by 3.6. Right. Sam was economically right by 0.75 and socially libertarian by 0.82. I mean, you're basically so centrist. Yeah. Like very centrist. I'd be interested to see what Joel gets. But yeah, we will we'll crack on. We'll do a tweet of the week actually while Joel's plowing through that. I'll let him unmute himself when he's ready to uh to, to talk. So uh, Sam, what's your tweet of the week, mate? I'll start between two. Do you see the um what Genus Miller tweeted today? <laughs> yeah. Could so do both of them. One, but then I also, then I've also started a Pierce Morgan 007 one. Oh right, yeah, okay. Uh, I oh, think the Gina, I think the Gina Miller one's funnier. So, for context, today she was launching the launch. I think she was launching a new political party on Saturday, um, or launching such. She's supposed to be announcing something today, anyway. And then it's, she tweeted, "In the midst of fuel shortages, people desperately worried about rising costs, living, eating, and heat and heating." Anyone seen Boris Johnson? To which uh, Rachel Johnson, Boris's sister, replied, "It was our mother's funeral yesterday, Gina." And she just goes, sincere condolences. <laughs> <laughs> delete the tweet or anything. She's just like, oh, yeah, just... she didn't actually. I did notice that. Um, yeah, my, that, I, I, I that was a very much a like facepalm moment, wasn't it? Yeah, I can just get vague what she needs to do, but he has been nowhere to see. Since he's come back from the States, he's been nowhere to see. And it's definitely because he's got like PR people in his ear saying, like, look, if you come out now, they're just going to describe his crisis to you even more than they already are. So just stay behind the scenes for a little bit. Yeah, that is kind of true, actually. I think you yeah. got a point. Maybe you can knock on his door, Sam. You've got an oh. office somewhere in that big building you're in. I walked past you over there, actually. What, his office? Westminster office, yeah. Or his parliamentary office. But he doesn't oh, right. use, that's where he uses it to sack people. He uses, he uses that to sack people? Yeah, that's the office where you got to get sacked. Nice, nice. Have you met any like proper like, high-profile MPs yet? Um... Matt Hancock and... You've met sorry, Matt Hancock? Sorry, 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 we're there jumping in. Uh, but Page five, really... astrology explains many things accurately. This is why I don't respect anything this test has to say. This is why. Yeah, It's just throwing out opinions, <laughs> Joel. Anyway, you've met Matt Hancock? I walked in, I walked, like, I was in the lift with him. You was in the lift I with just, him? I was like, oh. yeah, because there's, anyway, there's a thing going on. So that was quite cool. I, body, I nearly bodied um, Nadia Whitton. Because Who's she? Her, she's the like the youngest ever MP. Was that Zara? She's a. You'd recognise her. You reckon? Did well, you say anything about, to Matt Hancock? Or did you, were you just like? That was about it. And he said hello, and I was like, I'm "How tall get... is he?" Tall. tall. He's tall. Yeah. <laughs> I was surprised. Shit, Jeremy man. Fox as well. Not Jeremy Fox. Jeremy Hunt. Jeremy Hunt. Yeah. Was Matt Hancock's uh, little side piece with him when you yeah. saw him in the elevator? Yeah, yeah, they were yeah. Right next to me. Oh, nice, nice. Um, yeah, you were... the, um, she was twenty three. She's late, but you'd recognise her anyway. She because her office is opposite mine. We've got Zara Sultana next to us as well. I walked out the list on my phone. It's like basically body slammed her. Oh, that's not really nice. No, I said sorry. Um, she was fine, so it's all right. But yeah, that was quite funny. That's so weird, man. I can't. Imagine. I'm actually quite jealous. You know, you just like you're just walking around with like. Some of like the biggest knobheads in the country, really, aren't you? But like, it's just jumping in the lift with Matt. I'd, I wouldn't be able to hold my tongue, I don't think. Well, actually, I probably would, but because no, it's quite daunting the first time. Yeah, it would be quite scary, actually. Like, it's like yeah. today when Nigel took us when I went to um because they're not doing any tours at the moment. But Nigel's office is like right next to the chamber, 
So like, he just took us into that, took me into there, and I was just like, fucking hell, it's just like, <laughs> everyone you uses just... pause and everything. I was like, Jesus Christ, this is... Well, you were just sitting there, just like chilling. You weren't sitting He was like, he was sitting on his speakers, he's deputy speakers. He was just sat on his chair. And I was just sat up to him having a chat. And I was like, this is really, really suitable. That is very weird. That is weird. Do you get to like watch any of like the debates and stuff? We were, I went to PNQs last week. Did you? Yeah. That was that was uh, Angela Rayner versus Dominic Raab. So that was all right. But um, when uh, when everything relaxes a little bit, we'll do a pint of politics episode from the office. What from and the office? We can, get, we can do it. We can do it from here, and then we'll go to a. Uh, Go to the bars and get some bit of drink and eat. Oh, really? Fuck it, don't we? I'll be, I'll be well up for that. When co- when they start actually relaxing, because the reason not doing tours or anything is because of COVID. Or- They're still not doing tours. Yeah. They've That's been probably, like on it about who can actually get into this. I am point one nine two, guys. What, what? Send me a send me a picture oh, of it with that, and then I'll put it in the group chat. Anyway, um, what's your tweet? Of the week? Going back to my tweet of the week. Um, <laughs> My tweet of the week was, it's basically West Ham fans went out to Zagreb last week for the Europa League and a couple of them got battered up and arrested by the police. So there's a fundraiser on Just Giving. We're raising 30 grand to support the West Ham boys out in Zagreb. So the story behind it is, support our mates locked up out in Zagreb and help raise money for solicitor fee costs. They're innocent people who've unjustly ended up on the wrong side of the law. Debatable. But anyway, and need all the help they can get. All donations are much appreciated and any money left over will be donated to the Isla Caton Fund towards her further treatment. I don't know who that is, but obviously some, an ill child, presumably. Um, anyway, so a £5 donation was made uh, by a Millwall fan and it said, here's a small donation towards condoms and KY jelly so at least when they're being bummed nightly by a big Croat, they don't have to worry about HRV or friction, London's number one. <laughs> I thought it was quite funny, to be fair. Um, right, Joel sent his into La Chat. Fuck me. You are literally right in the middle. Yeah. So you are economic left by 0.13 and social libertarian by 0.92. I'm really disappointed. I was me to be further down and further, right? I'm not I thought lie. I wanted you to be further right, to be honest. Yeah, I'm a bit... I don't know. I must have asked. No, it's because the questions that they ask to see whether or not you're right wing are just so painstakingly like extreme yeah. that you can't actually answer those. Yeah, that's like, kind of true. That is kind of true. Like, well, the fact that they're asking questions about astrology as well. Yeah, exactly. Like it's just not respect. It's, it's just bullshit, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. It is actual bullshit. What a what a nightmare. Um, right. Tweet of the week done. Been a bit of a been a bit chaotic actually. Um, so what happens if you don't have Liam here? What happened? What? what you don't have Liam here? So what happens if you don't have Liam here? He loses its structure apparently. Yeah. Um, Trust the commie to get structure. Yeah, exactly. Lots of structure right. and order. Um, anyway, I wanted to I wanted to discuss who you thought was the scummiest politician in the UK. So Angela Rayner is obviously been in the news recently I'm not saying it's her that I think is the scummiest politician I actually quite like her she's been in the news um, don't look at me like that Sam you dick um, she's been in the news for uh, basically calling Boris Johnson and his mates uh, scum and basically called them all like Etonians homophobic racist scum and to be fair she stood by it 
which I kind of admire in a way. She's not. At least, and if you're going to be that combative on someone, you know, don't backtrack. I like the fact that she stood by it. Joe, what would you like to jump in with here? So I, I, I like the fact she stood by it. And I'm not disagreeing that they're scum. But what pissed me off was she tried to defend herself by, like, wiggling and using, like, class as a defence. Like, scum is actually not that offensive of a word. It's, like, along the lines of, like, yeah, scum's not actually offensive. It's a northern working class term. And it's yeah. like, no, it's not. Or no, it isn't. You're just lying and stop trying to manipulate everything in class to defend your ideals. Mm. Yeah, that, that that's is my true. Main issue with other. That is true. That is true. I, I get that. But anyway, she calls Boris Johnson and all that scum. So, in your view, who do you think, dead or alive, is the scummiest politician the UK has ever seen? Oh, Sam. I've got Keith Baz. Keith Faz is up there. Yeah. Explain to our audience a bit about him. Why is he? So he was a former Labour politician um, and he got involved in some bullying claims, some dodgy expenses and whilst married with kids, had lots of... He's basically like a standard politician story, but he's the most, one of the most recent ones. Uh, whilst married with kids, rent boys and all that shit. But Fair um, I think it's a lot of bullying claims and psychological threats, threats and stuff like that. So Sounds, um, like, a st- sounds like a stand-up guy. Georgie Blow, but he's trying to get back into politics would be interesting. So that's, so that's your, your, your selection, Maybe yeah? Him or Jared O'Mara. Again, why Jared O'Mara? He's just another recent... I could have said Matt Hancock as well, to be fair. Basically, was going with the... Or Boris Johnson. It's just with Jared O'Mara's, like, sexual harassment and stuff like that. So I'm just saying... I'm not saying it's a common thing. I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's, like, an uncommon... Like, it's been going on politics, British politics forever. I'm just saying from the most recent cases of it. That's fair enough. Joe, what, uh, what have you got in mind here? Honestly, I'm terrible at this because I don't really keep up with the individual... Um, politicians, but I feel like an easy call out is probably Mosley because I mean Oswald Moses, the fascist, mm. yeah, a literal fascist. He's got to be fucking competing for someone who's genuinely what you would consider scum. Uh, nah, don't really know, mate. I, I haven't even looked, paid attention at the conservative reshuffle. I didn't even look at that because didn't because I'm obviously not there anymore. So I was like, oh, does this concern me? I'm terribly ever tuned. Yeah, it the I mean, the reshuffle right. wasn't wasn't that wasn't massively uh wasn't massively a problem to be honest. It was just it's sort of a few few people losing their jobs and that, wasn't it? It wasn't that wasn't that deep. Except Gavin Williamson lost his position, didn't he? Yeah, that was that wasn't a surprise. Yeah, I think that was about it really, and just a few other people got shuffled around. Who are you going for then? Um right, it's a difficult one. I was gonna say Matt Hancock, because I think he's very um very yeah. fresh in fresh in the mind. Matt Hancock has actually, yeah, I don't know how that slipped my mind. That's... Matt Hancock. But is that what I've raised to you? Is that actually that scummy? What cheating on your wife uh in no, but... a very public way? Yeah, no, no, no. You make me sound bad here. But I mean, like, think of all and all and all the people in this entire country who like cheat on their wives, and the only reason that it's bad for him, it's so much worse than him, is because that he is in the public eye. I wasn't his, his home relationship has got nothing to do with his job 
as true, true. But I wasn't just saying it because of that. I was going to say it because of what he's actually been a part of in terms of like a political level and like the, as a health secretary, you know, that's yeah, just throwing that. loads of money at a test and trace system that didn't work, giving his mates dodgy contracts for PPE, all that kind of thing. You know, like I think it was like a pub landlord or something got a contract for PPE. Cause it's absolutely bollocks like that. Just sheer cronyism right in the face of it. Um, I would probably also stick pretty Patel up there as well. Uh, I know Sam's going to hate that, but, I just, I just, I think she's just, I don't know. I don't get it. Minorities and women in the workplace. Is no, it's disappointing when some, when someone like, like her, who could be such a beacon for like progress, progressive politics and like showing that, you know, diversity and, you know, everyone can get to the why position. Why does diversity have to be progressive? What do you mean? Why does it have to be progressive? It is progressive. Yeah, no, I mean, it is progressive, but just because of the colour of her skin and her gender, everyone assumes that she should be, she should have this. I'm not, I'm not going to say she has to be. I'm saying it's disappointing that she could use her sort of position of power to encourage what has ultimately been, uh, you know, minority groups who have felt it hard to get to positions of power. She could use that to promote that. And in in actual fact, she's doing quite the opposite, um, in my view. But she's not worse than Matt Hancock. So I'm going to say Matt Hancock. I'd also chuck Enoch Powell up there as well, to be fair, uh, to use a little classic example. Enoch, yeah, Enoch. Powell. Well, who was that bloke that ran in um, Birmingham where it, his slogan was, if you want an N-word for a neighbour, vote for Labour? Really? Who was that again? That no was, idea, uh, mate. Powell's little sidekick with that. I don't know. I don't know. Um yeah, I don't, also as well, I mean, I don't know if you call him a politician as much as you call him just a complete racist, but Paul Golding, who's the leader of Britain first, they're now actually a political party, so... They have been a political party for ages, man. No, like, they're registered now. Peter Griffiths. All oh, right. Can't say That's I know him. Can't say I know him. Side note, actually, as well, um, obviously, we was talking vaguely there. Actually. Yeah, we was talking vaguely there about the whole Angela Rayner, Boris Johnson stuff, and I think... Potentially the, one of the one of the worst articles I've ever seen. Uh, you might have seen this, Sam, on Twitter. It was from the Spectator, from a journalist. I put a uh, journalist in adverted commas, quote unquote journalist, uh, Sam Leith, who has basically come out in defence of Boris Johnson and the Etonians in the Conservative cabinet. Um, it's a direct quote from his article, right? So, you no more choose to be Etonian than you choose to be black or gay. So, snarling at Etonians like that, it's like racist. What? Right. Yeah, Yeah, that's bullshit. But I think what he's getting at is Boris Johnson did not choose this to happen to him. Oh, no. Well, what a shame. No, I know. It's completely different. Because, like, you would choose that to happen to you if you could. And obviously, the benefits of that as brought has enabled him to get to where he is. hundred yeah. percent. He's not. He's not chosen that, but it's not a disadvantaged <laughs> position to be yeah. in. So you could. He but, could have just said, "Boris Johnson didn't choose to be an Etonian." All right, fair need, enough. Yeah, he didn't need the his, pa- his parents chose to obviously that path for him, which is absolutely fair enough. Do what you want, and even still, I'm, he's not going to get garner much sympathy. But I literally, I read it and I was like, is this actually real? I saw it. I saw a screenshot of it. 
And I thought that can't be real. So I had to look up for myself and it genuinely is like an actual article that someone has, someone's written that down, presumably read it back. Their editors read it and gone, that's good. We'll publish that. And it's actually made it onto a website of a massive, uh, you know, news website. I just, I couldn't believe it. Just comparing it's and what an insult as well. I think to people who have actually struggled you know, black people, gay, and anyone who's actually suffered real discrimination that isn't, you know, anti-Etonian discrimination. That's not discrimination. I'm not sure they're really bothered, to be honest. They're too busy burning 50-pound notes in front of homeless people's faces. Um, yeah, just absolutely, I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. It absolutely, absolutely rocked me to my core. Um, what else has been going on? What else has been going on? We've had the Labour Party conference this week. Did you see the um, heckling? From... I did. I did. Keir Starmer got heckled quite often as well, apparently. 21 times, apparently. 21 times he got heckled. I Have mean... you seen how it's been presented on the socials, though? <laughs> what? Like, on Instagram, all their social media, how it's been presented, where he's, like, he's receiving a standing, like, you know, the little slide on, like, on Instagram where you swipe right. The yeah. last three years, him stand, uh, saying something and getting a stand ovation for a prolonged period of time. I think he handled it. Okay. I wonder how many people they hired to go in there and clap. Oh, well, probably it's quite a few. But um, I think I'm not gonna lie. I'm not, as everyone knows, I don't really like him. But I think he handled it okay to have. And you're made like it's his first time doing a party conference as leader, right? Because COVID happens, so his first time giving a speech as leader, and to have be heckled a number of times that it was and this wasn't if he was being screamed that was in like a choke little heckle it was just like screamed that and a hand in it and just talk for 90 minutes I think fair play to him yeah I, I think I think he he did alright um, by a lot of a lot of the media is saying that actually you know he's done okay he's done alright obviously there's there's the odd bits in his speeches and stuff that people are wanting to pick out and which is obviously going to happen you know I think he said um I think he was saying like, oh, something like everyone in this room is a patriot or something. And it was, someone was like, are oh, they bollocks? You know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, you're going to always get that. But I think he has, he's done all right. Is it enough to actually change anyone's minds on him? I don't think so. Yeah. I, I still think it's too far gone. I, I, you know, people, he's got a reputation as a fence sitter now and he's got a reputation as someone who doesn't have any principles. People still don't know what he stands for. If you ask the average person on the street, you know, what what would you say is Keir Starmer more left than Jeremy Corbyn? Is he more centrist than Jeremy? I mean, there may be able to answer that, but yeah, you, you know what I mean. It's they don't know his views on key policies, and I, I, I was thinking about this earlier. He's 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 trying to please too many people, and in politics, you can't please everyone. So better to try and please a certain group successfully than try and please every group unsuccessfully, because the latter is never going to work. So I was having this chat with someone um, and they were saying they need for, if Star Wars has turn around his support within the party, he has to reinstate Corbyn. Yeah, do you-, I, I, do you know what? I actually agree with that, to be fair. I don't like Jeremy Corbyn as a, as a, as a political figure. I didn't like him when he was, I liked him for a bit when he was leader, when I was a bit younger and a bit more impressionable. But I don't, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't like him now. Um, I think his, you know, his time as as leader was obviously unsuccessful because he didn't win an election. Um, but there is definitely 
a sense within the Labour Party that Keir Starmer is directly trying to ostracise the left wing of the party. And a disunited party, to that extent that they're disunited, will never win an election. The Conservatives look pretty united at the moment, except for a few dissenting people on the issue of coronavirus and stuff, which is now pretty much water under the bridge because this is not a problem anymore. The Conservatives were not, I don't think it is a particularly nice party. I think they're very good at doing or dealing with dissent behind closed doors. Whereas, oh, there's always going to be. It's about the way that they're presenting it. But I think the, la- the Labour fallout has been very, very public and, it's, yeah. and everyone knows it. it does, Jeremy Corbyn's not helping it, but he wants to, obviously, he wants to be, you know, in, the, in, a, in a better position within the party. That's why he's making so much noise. Um, Do you not think it would be that more detrimental to the Labour Party if, like, Corbyn was reinstated? It would be seen as, like, backtracking. And they made such a big fuss and a hoo-ha that were, like, kicking them out. Yeah. And, like, like uh, it was all the anti-Semitism stuff floating about at the time. And then you know that that's literally just going to be fuel for the Conservatives. Yeah. And then no, also I, you've, got, I, you've got, that's a competition for power because he, <laughs> if people want him to be there, he's going to then take away from Keir. And I'd say that that would, like... The, uh, what's it called? Split the party even more because then you've got two powerhouses on the other side. I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think it would split. It's a difficult one. Obviously, it's a balancing act. I don't think it could possibly split the party any more than it already is split. I think it's worse than it's worse at the moment with the fact that Corbyn is sort of, <coughs> excuse me, on the on the outside. You know, he's on the outside. He's been ostracised completely, and he's got free reign to shout and say whatever he wants. Whereas if he was put in some sort of cabinet position, there would be he would be bound therefore by a bit more ministerial responsibility, a bit like Theresa May when she put Boris Johnson, um, you know, in a, in a in a high up position in her cabinet just to keep him quiet. It did work for a bit, obviously. She had to resign. Prime Minister. I know exactly. I mean, obviously Jeremy Corbyn's not going to be Prime Minister, but um, but my point is that actually it can have quite a positive impact if you if you do promote these sort of big hitters. Um, to your cabinet, regardless of how ideologically opposed you are, I think it can, you know, produce the impression that actually you've got two war factions that are actually working together, and ultimately that is better for the party than to see Jeremy Corbyn shouting about how much you know Keir Starmer's fucking everything, which he is, and um, how much Keir Starmer's fucking everything up from the outside of the party. I'm going to say something which William would love when he listens back to this. I think you know, I watched the interview of Andy Burnham on Brighton Beach. That is the only hope for that party at the moment. Uh, yeah, I think I... wait until he have to wait until they have to wait until the next election. But I only I think Andy Burnham is the only guy, and he could convince me to potentially go vote for the party. That party, who knows? Andy, you Andy can't Burnham, say that on a media when you're part of the party, Sam. You can't say that on this. He's party. not representing the party. Well, I suppose actually. It's not, not a representative, to be fair. I'm it's, just looking out for his back. Uh, it's fine. But, it's, twi- um, it's Twitter has view, all views of my own on it, so it's all good. Yeah, man. <laughs> do you think that uh, he'll get flushed out by the next election, or do you think it's going to happen before then? Who cares, Starmer? Because why would they want him to... Uh, how, long, how many years we got right. to go into the next election now? About Another, three, less than three. three. Just under so, three years. Yeah. Who's do you think opinion? that... I mean, if they want to get a new leader, I'd say that they should probably start thinking about it now. So a catastrophic cast out. I, I, I think you're right. It's going to do another election, and then that's going to be fine. And no one, and he's not going to sway enough seats unless conservatives fuck themselves up royally. 
are they going to sway to the part where there could be an election sooner? I, th- I think you're right. I think I think Keir Star- I don't think Keir Starmer can lead Labour to. Keir Starmer's not the next prime minister. Sim- very very simple. So if Labour want to win the next election, they have to find another leader. But how they how they do that, I don't know because Keir Starmer's not going to resign unless unless something happens, unless something big happens that he really messes up on. I don't know. Not going to resign of his own accord though. But okay. yeah. Go on, Sam. You would change the leadership when you would overturn an agency majority, whatever it is. Like, I don't think I don't think a change in leadership would would overturn it in one. I think that would take a massive feat. Obviously, it's not going to overturn it in one. But what I really fear about Keir Starmer being leader at, at the next election is that Conservatives will increase their majority. So, obviously, I, the next leader, be it Andy Burnham, be it Angela Rayner, be it anyone. Um, Say they say they are there before 2024. Their task, and I, I think it's fairly reasonable, just to expect them to keep the Conservatives' gains to well, make make the Conservatives lose seats. Essentially, they're not going to win the election. Just dent, dent their majority because it's a it's a work in progress. You can't just you know you can't just take their a massive chunk out of their majority um, and you know overturn them in government in the space of, you know, two years. Well, that's the time yeah, to yeah. down the next election. A better leader would have 100% been able to exploit the vast, vast failures of the Conservative Party over the last 18 months. A better leader, I have absolutely no doubt, would have exploited it. Labour have never had a bigger political open goal. And I would argue, actually, no party Especially has ever had... Me. Yeah, no party in, in post-war history has ever had a bigger political open goal than the absolute chaos and mayhem uh, that has ensued under the Conservative government. And they've still got good approval. They're still beating Labour in the polls. It's absolutely mental. And it's it's so disappointing, ultimately. And that's why I think, you know, now the, it's the, the peak of when Labour could have really made some dents in the Conservatives' majority, or the, in the opinion polls at least, has passed. Because now people are saying, right, it's getting better now. We're coming out of it. Conservatives are getting a lot of credit for the vaccine programme. And, you know, but any government would have got credit regardless of the party. Um, so people aren't as angry as they were maybe six months ago, 10 months ago. So that time has gone, which is why I think that, you know, actually the, the next leader of the Labour Party needs to just work on denting the majority and unfortunately for Keir Starmer he'll always be remembered as the man who stood there and did nothing and said nothing and opposed nothing and you can't shake that reputation now that he's got that that's going to stay on him that's going to be you know a monkey on his back I think for the rest of his political career did you uh did you see the pantomime uh jokes in parliament no I didn't Where, so they were banging on about, like, wait, like you were saying before, how they've got a massive base lead open goal. And I'd say that Conservatives aren't helping themselves even with Starmer in, especially with the, like, in the North and the red, the old red wall, like, with the rising of, like, national insurance tax and then cutting away from fucking, um, not doing anything for, like, taxing the rich of the rich, basically. They're definitely not helping themselves. But then when Starmer went to attack it, he, um, well, what was it? It was, like, they they kept on he kept on saying something, then everyone in the background of the back benches would like repeat it like in a pantomime, like no more. And then Boris Johnson oh, just really? went, I didn't know that we had a pantomime in here, and everyone starts laughing. Even fucking the speaker joins in and has crack. Oh mate. 
It's literally embarrassing. But that's what I mean. He is a mockery of a man now. I think he can't. He can't. I mean, as much as may, he could turn it around in the next sort of, he could turn his image around. I mean, in the next year, or try to. He don't, I don't think he will win the minds of the voters. But what I mean by that is that he might actually come out and say, right, this is what I support. This is the policies we're going to pursue. This is what Britain will look like under me. And he's trying. You can see he's trying, but it. It's just desperate now because well, it's too late. Be coming out now after we've had that conference today. That'll all be coming out soon. Well, yeah, a lot of it has been said in his, like, in his, in his, com- like in his conference easy. and stuff. But yeah, I, 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 it's, he's, he's not going to be the next prime minister. As simple as that. I would put, I would put all the money I have in my bank account on that, which isn't a lot. But I would still put a lot. Do you of want money to do a bet now between the three of us? What's the bet? Right. Okay. Starmer. If Starmer gets elected at any point in our in our life, wait in his life, at so any point, any point, not in the next election, but in any yeah. But who's going to back? Who's going to back that he will? Not me. We, I mean, the only way you're getting money really is if because if you say that he isn't, that isn't going to happen. You're not getting money until he's dead, and we might not be on speaking terms by then. So I'm going to go for the sake of the financial reason. I'm going to say that he is. Just so you're going to say that Keir Starmer is going to be elected so as Prime that. Minister before he dies? Yeah, because, if, yeah, I'm getting a tenner for it. Whereas so, if you say no, think about this. If you say no, then I'll, he's not going to die for what, like another <coughs> 30 years, 40 years? I don't know. You're assuming that we still, that you're saying, if you say no, then we might not be in speaking terms by the time he dies. Who, we might not be in speaking terms by the time he gets elected. True, but I feel like it's a lot better chances. <laughs> That's true. There's less time for us to chuck it out. That's fine. Well, I'll, I'll chuck you 20 quid if Keir Starmer gets selected in his lifetime. Yeah, All right. That's agreed. Yeah. Okay. Happy days. Right. We'll round it off with uh, a little game of fake news for you, uh, gentlemen. So. Of what, sir? Fake Is news. Of- fake news, know? mate. You must have played it. You must have played it once at least. I haven't. I haven't been doing it for. All oh, right. Okay. Basically, Jesus Christ. I forgot how long it's been since he's been on. Um, so basically, how this episode works. I had this episode. How this feature works. I read out a headline, um, and then I give you a bit of background behind the headline. You've got to decide whether it's real or whether it is fake news. Simple. I like this. Right. Okay. Headline is this: ballot box stolen during local elections. So. Bit of background for you. During the elections for a new attorney general in the state of Colorado, a ballot box was stolen, causing complete confusion. A voter entered the voting station in Fort Collins before grabbing the box and running out of the venue, escaping in a black van. The incident almost caused the election to be voided. However, once the results from all the other stations were added up, Republican Cynthia Kaufman had won by such a large margin, it was determined that the result would stand. What are we saying? What year was this? 2014. The thing is, that is so specific. And if 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 you like went on a website to find these fake news, articles, I should point out this is this is a this is a card game I got given for Christmas. So I haven't actually done all like the background oh, no. stuff into it. I'm saying fake. Saying fake. Yeah, I feel like I would have heard that. You say yeah, fake. Oh, I can reveal it. It was in fact. Fake news. Well done. Well done, gentlemen. Congratulations. Don't have any prizes to give out, but there you go. Um, yeah, just a pride. Just a pride. Um, we'll wrap it up there, I reckon. Uh, have you enjoyed your 
appearance, Joel. Our first one in eight weeks or something. I don't fucking know. Our first in like five. Probably. How's it been? You, you enjoyed being back? Yeah, it's been a nice little hour out of reading, doing yeah. exciting things like reading for political contest tests. Now you yeah. really do give me the like they give. Us I the really do, mate. Food. I really do. I really do. Well, well hopefully you'll be on the uh, a bit sooner than another five weeks, but we'll see. I won't hold my, I won't hold my breath. I'll just see how the dice rolls. I reckon in the next few weeks, well, I definitely. All right. Okay. Okay. Sam, thank you very much for coming again as well. Have you? Uh, have you had a good time? Always. Time for you to get time for you to get a train home. Yeah, thirty-five minutes. What time are you? Uh, what time does? Uh, how long does it take to get home? I'll be home by half eight, probably. Not You're not bad. dressed very smart for Parliament, mate. No, it's recess. Come wear what I want. Not fair. Yeah. Coming in the uh, the Willy Man outfit then next tomorrow. <laughs> oh, can you please go in with something ridiculous? <laughs> what free torpedoes? <laughs> <laughs> quite the quite the political statement um yeah anyway uh thank you very much for listening we'll be back next week if you want to get involved with our socials then please do we are at a pint of politics on twitter also on instagram and we are on tiktok as well very exciting times uh we've got a website www.apintofpolitics.wordpress.com i'm not loaded on there in literally about five six weeks uh but i need to get the creative juices flowing nothing exciting's happening yet um i'm not gonna write about the labor conference because i don't really care enough uh anyway thank you very much for listening uh and take care of yourselves we'll be back again next week 